a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, and then we'll start our background recordings, meow. All right. Holy crap, we're doing this. Uh, all right, I will remember to clap for this one. Ready? Uh, three, two, one. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. How y'all doing? Good. Oh, I thought you were asking Brand. the audience. Hi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a great start. I'm I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> Who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> well, uh, uh, y'all, um, listeners, thank you so much for checking out our podcast. Um, this will be episode three for this recording. Episode three, four, five, technically. Uh, and I kind of wanted to explain uh, how the format because we actually are getting some cool questions and feedback. We are basically meeting once a month to do a game for a couple hours and each game session in my mind represents an episode and I'm configuring each story arc like a Clone Wars arc where a single arc can be three to four episodes, i.e. three to four game sessions. So uh, with that said, sometimes we'll do Star Wars intros, which we did with the first play episode, and that'll be like a indicator that it's the start of a new arc. And then we'll spice up every uh, every uh, uh, session into roughly three to four episodes. That's kind of how it'll work. So that said, thank you all so much for listening to us. I'm really flattered that folks are enjoying uh, our chaos. And I have to tell you all, as someone that's running a game, I'm having so much fun watching these folks uh, with their characters, telling stories. It has been a blast so far. And I've been looking forward to getting together with them for weeks. I've had the benefit of editing this podcast and listening to our game over and over again, and that has built up the excitement, and I, I, I can't wait to do this, especially since last game we left on a bit of a cliffhanger. So with that said, uh, do you all have anything you want to say before we uh, jump right into it? Thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yes, thank you. Awesome. Hey, everybody. Post-production Chris here. I just wanted to give a personal tip for our fellow dungeon masters, game masters, storytellers, whatever they call you, people that love to run games. It is totally cool to change your mind and mix some stuff up and change some details. For example, last episode, I described the ship that our heroes are encountering as a Karelian style vessel, but I decided to change it up because this wasn't scary sounding enough. So I went ahead and did that. So just for the listener's note, I did change the configuration of the ship. It's, I'm allowed to do that on the DM, uh, but also your players probably aren't going to remember anyway. So with that said, let's get back to the episode. So when we last left the Phantasmal Squonk, y'all were in hyperspace. The collision detectors on the ship suddenly alarmed, 
and you were immediately thrusted out of hyperspace into a uncharted asteroid field. In this asteroid field, there was a other ship that if it were to look like an actual living being, it would be a winged beast with a single long arm coming out from the body with long uh, uh, claws at the end designed to grab something like maybe a ship. But this is not a animal or a beast. This is definitely a spaceship. It's outside resembles um, something that's been kind of put together, made from several pieces of different ships. Nothing quite matches. And none of you have ever seen a ship like this before. It's very custom looking. And there's even stick uh, parts of barbed wire uh, sticking out of the sides. There are also symbols of uh, lightning carved into the side of the ship. There it is. So with that said, what are your character's initial reaction to this? One in, how fast can we get out of here? Jump to hyperspace, how fast can we calculate a new one? Uh, DM, how fast can we get out of here to uh, calculate a hyperspace? Uh, get out of here. Well, let me look that up real quick. So I'm going to look at your... Uh, uh, the DM uh, is geared towards Dungeons & Dragons. And I'm going to have to look up the character, the skills on the Star Wars 5th edition, which is, by the way, reminder for listeners, that is the system that we're using. It is uh, associated with 5th edition D&D, but not, not officially. Uh, a group of people wanted to make a D&D conversion for Star Wars, and that is the system we're using. That was a couple questions that came up. And um, it, if you're familiar with 5th edition D&D, it's very easy to learn 5th edition Star Wars. So with that said, uh, you're going to have to make me a... Is that computer roll? No. It's wrong character sheet. Um, would it be technology? It would be technology or... I'm looking up the rules real quick to see if, it's, if uh, calculation of hyperspace is different. Mm. Yeah, let's go with technology. That sounds good. Make me a d20 roll and add your technology bonus. Alrighty. Uh, with a zero modifier, that is a 17. Well, uh, a lot of it is dependent on the sophistication of the ship's navigational system, and it's not very good. So you need at least a good 10 minutes to calculate a new course. I can calculate a course if we have 10 minutes of uninterrupted time. We don't have 10 minutes. Then I cannot calculate a course at this current moment. When what? What is that? That is a ship. It's not a good one, I can tell you that. Ain't oh. no ship is going to be put together like that. Oh my if god. If it's is doing it... any transporting or guarding. Is it one of the 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 Anaka clan pirates I heard about or or, or those those Nihil uh DM would I would I know anything about like because of my background as a as a spacer would I conceivably know any potential information about what this ship is uh, can you make a lore check I absolutely can. Oh, that is a natural 20 plus 3 is a 23. 
Uh, this is definitely a, a custom-built ship, uh, but based on the insignias on the outside, you would guess that these are Nihil space pirates, which at this time, they're just known to be pirates in the Outer Rim. I thought Process. the Nihil were only in the Outer Rim. Why are they here? Well, process of elimination, that is almost certainly a Nile ship, which means we're we're crift. We'll start with that. Nile, not known for leaving their victims alive. So I'm and gonna go I, get I'm gonna go get Sasha. I'll be right I turn to look at Lysander and go, not you though, you'll be fine. That was a lie. Was that convincing? No. Okay. <laughs> I also have a question for the DM. Uh, how long were we in hyperspace before we got yanked out? Uh, uh, you were in hyperspace for a few days. A few days, okay. So conceivably not as close to the center of the galaxy as we were. You're not exactly sure where in the galaxy you are. You know for sure you're not in the Core Worlds area. Okay. Or Core Worlds region. So. Uh, Goss has currently left the room. Uh, she is going to go to her room to get Sasha. And what is what is Sasha? It is her way bright hunting rifle. Ah, uh, naming <laughs> laughs, guns. I love it. Laughs in amphibia jokes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Uh, I'm a nerd. A alarm goes off in the cockpit. You are receiving some sort of transmission from the ship. We are receiving a transmission from this ship. Well, what what do we do? Do we answer it? What do you want to do? As Who's captain, captain, I as suggest captain. that we uh, uh, investigate the recording uh, or the message. Play it through. Wynn reaches forward and then stops and looks over at one end and says very quickly, Will you have enough background processing power on the ship to process a hyperspace jump while something else is going on? DM, will I have enough background processing power on this ship <laughs> to uh, calculate a hyperspace route while something's going on? Uh, yes, you do. Okay. Yes, I do. Okay, get it started in the background. We're going to stall them as long as we can, run or fight until we can get out of here. Understood. And then I, when hits the button. Uh, it is a, trans, a live transmission from the ship. A voice of someone cold uh, can be heard uh, speaking. Yusa, in big doo-doo now. Drop at the shields, or we make big bombad boom. No! <laughs> Wet bub, let's go! Uh, when when taps the button a few times, is is this thing on? <laughs> Hello? Uh, is, Yusa, is, hear is me? It on? <laughs> is is this on? I, I can't I can't hear anything. <laughs> uh, can you make a, a, a deception roll, please? Twelve. Uh, uh, the, the, the apparent Gungan says, You said no make a fool out of me. Drop at the shields, and we blow you up. 
and you, you suddenly also hear a secondary voice uh, saying, uh, uh, Captain, don't you mean drop the shields and not blow them up? And within an instant, a, a the sound of a very loud blaster rifle rings off, and then the Gungan says, Yes, sir. That's what I meant, Okie Day. Oh, wouldn't wouldn't you know? The the problem seems to have fixed itself. Uh, hello. Uh, how are you? <laughs> you sir, drop the shields now. I mean, working working on it. It's a it's an older ship. You know, just need a minute here to. Wind starts flipping buttons that are very decidedly not the shield lowering. In fact, it almost seems like they're preparing to make a break for it. Uh, okay. Uh, can you make a piloting check? Fourteen. Uh, yeah, you are, uh, you activate several of the ship's controls. It is ready for evasive maneuvers. And then, mysteriously some of the lights on the console of the ship uh, start glowing a deep red and your uh, some of the status reports on the ship are suggesting that there is a new shield generator being activated on your ship I'm going to uh, press the mute button I'm just going to reach over and just press the mute button um there is a new shield generator being activated on this ship. What do you mean a new shield generator? When turns to I... look at Zero, confused. Um, let me go check on that. And I will walk towards our shield generator and uh, to see if there's anything going on. Okay. Gaza's coming back now with a hunting rifle on her back and just peeks in and goes, how's it going? Are we dead? Clearly we are not deceased yet. Yeah, you uh, you go into the, the engine and shields room and there are some new panels that you have never seen before that are suddenly there. Uh, instead of hut ease, there are a bunch of different alien characters to you that are glowing, and this ship is starting to do some stuff on its own. Okay. Um, do we have uh, comms back here to the to the cockpit? Yeah, there's an intercom system all through the ship. Alright, I'll activate that and inform everyone else of what I just saw. Um, and be like, um... Yeah, I, I can't read any of this. Uh, maybe, uh, one end, could you come back here and help me? Your your captain needs assistance. Uh, first off, the captain is floating right here in the piloting room. Secondly, on my way, and I'm gonna, um, hover on down to see what these, uh, characters are. Wait, 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 don't, don't we need them to jump in the hyperspace? The background um, processes are running. It should be a few more minutes. Okay, okay. The okay. ship's calculating. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, uh. So when you get when you go down and you see these characters, you're trying. You begin to your processor begins to translate them. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. 
Oh, lovely. Okay, wisdom, the thing I'm... The thing I definitely didn't use as a dump stat. Yeah, okay. Um... Uh, so with the minus one, um, that's, that's, that's a, a one, uh, a dirty one, uh, for a wisdom save. Um, Jake great, uh, if I'm being honest, but, you know, here we are. All right. Uh, your pro- your processor goes into a critical error mode and it sparks actually fly out of your head. Uh, you will take one point of damage. And you're unable to translate whatever this is. Ow! That looks uncomfortable. It was. Uh, um, yeah. Meanwhile, up at the cockpit, uh, the, the Gungan uh, finally says, "You saw stalling long enough." And um, I need you. When I need you to make another piloting check to avoid the tractor beam. 17. Uh, the, sh- the ship begins to maneuver out of ra- out of the way of the ship. Um, you can feel for a brief moment the slight pull of a tractor beam and also the claw the claw arm on the ship is starting to also reach out and it misses the ship entirely. And at this point, y'all, we're going to have to roll initiative. <laughs> oh, yay! Uh, now, this is our first combat ever. And it's interesting that we're going to do it as a spaceship combat, because spaceship combat is a very simplified version of combat. It's actually really, really simple. Um, One of y'all is going to roll initiative on behalf of the entire group. And basically, it's y'all go first, and then the bad guys will go next, and back and forth, back and forth. Now, I have some rules and house rules on how I like to run combat. One, talking is a free action. Especially in Star Wars, there are so many stories and action films and whatnot where uh, characters are bantering back and forth and there's no possible way they could have this full conversation in the heat of the moment, but they do. So we're going to go by that rule. And then also, um, uh, and I'm I'm comfortable with with that. And also, uh, feel free to be as creative as possible. I always try to find ways to say yes. Um, The way... uh, So... Also, in spaceship combat, basically each one of you will get to do a thing, uh, you know, an action that consists of using a gun, piling, etc. We'll take our time with this because this is our first combat. Now, the only downside with doing spaceship combat is it's very deadly. So, because uh, if the ship explodes, you explode too. So, but but we'll 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 figure it out as we go. So, which one of y'all is going to roll initiative on behalf of the entire group? Well, who has the best initiative mod- modifier? Definitely Good question. Not me. I uh, don't have any modifiers. So not where, I have one. Where would we find that? It's uh, your dexterity modifier, I believe. Yeah, generally it's your dexterity modifier. I have a plus two. Can oh, that's very good. That? Is it the the saving throw or? No, it's not. It should just no. say initiative. Yeah, it should be next to armor class. If you look in the center of the page, towards the top, if you're looking at like... Armor class, armor class, armor class. Right above armor class, it's second, it's belief proficiency bonus. Uh, You may actually click over to what looks like a hand or a fist. Ah. That'll that'll show you what your initiative is. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm plus two. 
I actually have a plus three. I was reading the wrong thing. Ah. Well, then we'll let the plus three do it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds I have a good. Minus one, so definitely not me. As your captain, I will roll this uh, <laughs> initiative. So don't be mad at your captain. Got a got a seven for uh, this here initiative. Uh, <laughs> well, not terrible, but not not great. Well, just a quick reminder: I am the world's worst die roller, so I am on a four. So the group goes first. Yay! So, so at the beginning of this combat round, your ship is currently piloting away evasively f away before, from the ship. Before before we uh, we set that up, uh, I. I would like to state what exactly happened in character the minute when hit the thing. Um, because as soon as Wet Bob told them to stop stalling for time, Wen says, yeah, boring conversation anyway, and hits the thrusters. Gaz <laughs> <laughs> was going to try and flirt with him to stall. Oh my god. <laughs> I can see I, it. I, I assume it. that since the ship suddenly just thrusted forward, if we're standing and not strapped down, are we okay? Yeah. Uh, it... And I have two questions to add. Where's the box that we got last time and all of this? And also, does the squonk have guns and where are they? <laughs> uh, the squonk has one gun. Uh, it's. Uh... I believe it's on the side of the ship, that you, and you can, it's, you know, similar to the Falcon, you can, it's a pod, you can get in, and you can move it around. Uh, 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 the box, I believe, is still in the cargo hold, where you left it, and if you're standing around while the ship is suddenly moving, um, you can kind of hold on to the wall right now, and kind of lean into it to not fall. It's not that bad, but uh, definitely, you are going to want to sit down <laughs> at some point. I definitely uh, remember trying to give the, whatever was in the box snacks last time. So. <laughs> my my knowledge of the excess freighter, I I would have to check this in between games, uh, but I do think it does have one big gun on the side and then guns on I believe the top and maybe the bottom, but they were probably stripped out. So maybe yeah. that's an upgrade that we can get is we can get actual turret guns, but. I think the smaller guns were the turret guns and the big gun on the side. Cool, let's survive first. Good idea. <laughs> note, note to self, be Old Republic nerd and look up specs for X2. There the you go. XS ship, I keep wanting to call it <laughs> Yeah, according to ship specs, uh, there is one large turret on the ship. Uh, it is not in good condition. Great. <laughs> And also, uh, just a reminder, you are also in an asteroid field, so this is considered uh, hazardous hazardous area. Gaz just turns and looks at Lysander. Do you know how to shoot a turret gun? No. Do I look like someone who's had to deal with that? Good point, baby boy. Does anyone know how to shoot a turret gun on this ship? I do. Cool. That's your job. Get it. As your captain, I accept. And I'll uh, float over to the turret gun and start uh, blasting. Uh, okay, you're, so your action is you're going to make an attack. So go ahead and make an attack roll. 
Is there it's any a... modifier? Not, in fact, no. In fact, you're at disadvantage. Okay. A loud, rusty, metal grinding noises start uh, echoing in the ship as the turret begins to move. <laughs> Damn it! Oh no. I got a 20 and a 9. Ugh. Yeah, so you think for a second you have a direct shot on the ship that's chasing behind you, and you fire, and it just misses wildly. All right, uh, that's one. That's one person down. The uh, four other of you. What do you do? When? Where do you need us? What can we do to help you best? If Zero needs support, if Zero doesn't need support, keep the ship running. We're gonna move as fast as we can. If you can, scout out defenses for possible boarding party. They're going to try to disable us and board us first. Right. All right, baby. All we need to to do is outrun them until the Nava computer gives us a path out of here. Baby boy, you got any weapons on you? I have a blaster, yeah. All right, let's go. Congratulations, you're about to learn how to shoot. (laughs) Okay. So, oh. oh, I was just gonna say. So I start heading with towards zero, but I don't want to say what Lysander does. <laughs> okay. I, I also will go check on zero to see what's okay. going on. Zero <laughs> okay. would like to try to talk to the hyperdrive. Ah, very cool. Uh, that's a technology roll. Okay. That is a big old six. Uh, you're expecting that uh, to be able to communicate to it in either, you know, data data or um, hoodies, but it's it's making all kinds of weird noises and it's not making any kind of sense. However, you do see that the hyperdrive seems to be calculating very quickly. I suppose I will... Well, how, how soon does that happen before um, Gaz and Lysander show up? Um, uh, let's we'll say they show up right when you uh, uh, determine that. All right. So I turn back and uh, say, um, so the hyperdrive um, isn't feeling very chatty today, but uh, it is making some rapid calculations, which I cannot comprehend. Awesome. Great. <laughs> Is there anything we can do to make it go faster? Possibly. Let me check. <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> uh, and I guess... Um, um, all right. I... Well, I, I, I used an action, so I feel like I probably can't do another thing. Uh, reading, reading is free action. Oh, okay. Mm. Um... Isn't that true about life? <laughs> and it's uh, fundamental. I guess... Gosh, I don't know what to do. Um, can I try to... Okay, here's a wild thing. Uh, can I try unplugging it and plugging it back in? <laughs> uh, you sure can. <laughs> you sure can uh, 
Uh, can you make a uh, technology roll? Yep. That's a 13. Uh, the computer system immediately reboots uh, when uh, you did have an action, but suddenly it seems like there's something resetting the controls, and you're having a hell of a time trying to maintain any kind of control. Can you make a piloting check at disadvantage? Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> uh, at disadvantage, that is a 12. Okay, one sec. Oh god, I'm rolling terrible today. Uh, the ship death blossoms, which means it just begins spinning around and twirling about. Uh, the Nihil ship uh, flies directly over the ship and is unable to turn around, and part of it hits one of the smaller asteroids. Uh, and then the Phantasmal Squawk goes into hyperspace again. But you have yeah! no idea where you're going. Way to go, Nathan! <laughs> it's, it's better to be lucky than good any day. Amazing. Did I set any specific place for uh, this? Or did I just tell it to calculate, like, get us out of here, dot exe? Well, what did, what did you do? That's a, um, that's a you question. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Um, I, I would have set it to go... Um, uh, not back the way we came, but like uh, probably the nearest star system that I don't think is crawling with pirates. So then we can chart a different course. Um, to uh, we're, we we were headed to Nalhutta, right? Or, That's right. I, okay, then uh, from there, once we're somewhere safe, uh, chart a course back to Nalhutta. Okay, uh, uh, so in that case, can you make me a percentile roll? If I can find my d10, yes. And a percentile is essentially a d100. Uh, so uh, percentile rolls happen when there are uh, random events, uh, moments of chance. The, the outcome could be really good, really bad, or neither. Uh, 89. Wow. Uh your, uh, the ship uh, cuts right into hyperspace, and it seems like you're heading to a, a spaceport and rest stop that is um, not that particularly far away. You expect, you expect to be in hyperspace for a few hours, though. One in. Could you come yes. tell me what the squonk is screaming at me? Um, maybe. And I'll uh, go over and see what the display is saying. Uh, as soon as you come into the cockpit, the uh, computers seem to relax. Uh, the lights on the dials and switches and screens go back to normal, and it's communicating in HUD ease again. And it's simply telling you that the status is normal. Oh, now you want to behave. Okay. Okay. And I do... When does the thing uh, where they raise two fingers to point to their eyes, and then two to point... moves them to point to the ship's control panel and go, okay, okay, you're a fun ship. So, uh, since there's comms in the back, uh, guys just kind of comms up to the front. Are we gonna be alive? Um, uh, for, uh, hopefully the rest of your natural lifespans, yes. Oh, 
Cool. Your captain saved you, everyone. You're right, Thanks. I did. Thanks. Thanks, Zero. Um, I'm gonna go to the cargo bay and make sure whatever the thing in the box is isn't is is still inside the box. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, yes we can. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah, my mic unplugged itself. Uh but now I said, um, let me go with you. I wanna check on that too. Yeah. All right. Uh, as you two go down to check on the box, it looks normal. It hasn't slid around or anything. It was where, right where you put it. Lysander, the, the the cold chill in the air intensifies for a brief moment, and the whispers begin crawling back into your ears. Uh, I look at Gauze to see how she's reacting, and since she seems fine, just like, oh my god, am I going crazy? What's happening? She, she God's actually walks over and squats down and goes, Jerry, are you okay in there? You named it Jerry. Well, I don't, maybe it wants to be named Jerry. You don't know. It could have feelings. We don't know what it is. All I know is whenever I'm near that thing, there's some, some bad vibes happening. That's, that's the second time you've said that, Art. What do you mean, bad vibes? I don't know how to explain to y'all that there's some weird whispers. Well, try. <laughs> I'm, try. I'm listening. You don't hear the whispers? I need to leave. I need to get out of here. <laughs> Lysander just walks out of the room again like, no. I... Gary, this is all your fault. Is... And, and Gauze kind of like squats down to kind of like double check the box and just to make sure everything looks okay. And we said last time there were like air holes in it, right? Like very, yeah, like very, 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 very tiny, tiny ones. Yeah. You need water. Kind of taps on the top of the box. <laughs> uh, the box gyrates very softly and lightly, but Oof. that's all it does. Is that a yes? Can we deep fry you? Can we deep fry you? <laughs> she just kind of rubs the top of the box. Just so you know, Jerry, if things go south, you get eaten first. And stands up and starts heading back to the rest of the crew. Um, can I attempt to try to talk to the hyperdrive again and see if I, I, my goal here is to determine if there are any residual effects from whatever the Nile did to it and, uh, and also the reboot. Make a, make a technology roll. Another technology roll. That is a 14. The system looks completely normal. You do know that whatever happened to the ship wasn't caused by the Nihil. It's like the ship decided to do it. Um, Zero will like pause to consider this and be like, hello? Yes, your comm is still on, Zero. No, I wasn't talking to you. I'll switch the comm off and, <laughs> and, and, and lead into the hyperdrive again and be like, 
Hello? Gaz is walking by and leans in. Well, maybe if you give her flowers, she'll say something back. <laughs> she keeps walking. Yeah, and and the hyper the hyperdrive, uh, it'll say hello back, but it it's acting as exactly as it did before, just giving you readouts and basic navigational information. Mm. Interesting. Um, and I'll uh, I'll find uh one n be like um one n uh i i as your captain i would like to brief you on an update concerning the hyperdrive instant incident no one n is still in the cockpit correct sitting in the the other yeah yeah i, I go i go find wherever you guys are Yes, let's hear it. If it I... stops him from turning on the jet, if it stops him from turning on the jizz, go go wild. I'll just be sitting right here, making sure we don't die. Excellent. Keep at it. Uh, what end? Wind flashes have... them a thumbs up. <laughs> I have determined in my uh expert technological skills uh, have determined that uh, whatever happened to the hyperdrive was not in fact caused by the uh, vessel we encountered. The ship did it itself. Interesting. Um, yeah, so that this has been your captain's update. And I will walk and just like patrol around the ship just kind of awkwardly just wandering um Gwyn yes there goes my blissful glorious no one talking to me yes one in might I suggest that when the next time we land, we leave at least one person here. I believe someone was on our ship while we were off of it at Coruscant. Mm. Yeah, that's probably wise. Or maybe we should invest in some better alarms and security systems. Of course, with what money, I don't know. I mean, who are we going to leave on the ship anyway? Uh, 1N brings a finger to where uh, their nose would be. Not it. Uh, Wynn has an expression on their face as though they are contemplating the choices in their life that have led them to this exact conversation. Where is Lysander? Um... Good question. <laughs> uh, I think I left the cargo and I'm just chilling, maybe in my room. Cool. Guys um, comes up to the cockpit and just leans in the door. Hey, hey, Wynn. 
Yeah. Do we know anything about that box that you and one end got shoved on us? Well, for starters, it's everybody's box. It's it's the job. We got the murder shoved on us. So But but the box do we, is everyone. Do we uh, have any details from like the mission on it? Don't when, open the box. When reaches to their side and pulls out a data pad, they swiftly check a few things on the data pad before looking up. Not that I can find. If it was important, I would have noted it, but I didn't. So I think it really is just, here's a box, move it from point A to point B. I know. It's, it, I don't know. I, I, there's something about that box. It's doing something to baby boy. What, the kid? Yeah, he's talked about hearing voices again. <sighs> we don't have the money for a psych droid. I... If the voices turn murderous, then we have a problem. <laughs> when pauses. Wait, even... did kids say what the voices said? No. Or is kid just hearing? That's weird. Yeah. I... Just let's just keep an eye on the box. And by the way, its name is Jerry. And here, here's a ration bar. Congrats on the victory and good fly flying, by the way. Wen accepts the ration bar and actually cracks half a smile for I'm fairly certain the first time in the entire campaign. Oh, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying smiling. Good oh. teamwork, everybody. Oh. We made it out of that pretty unscathed. In fact, I think we might be the first people to ever get away from the Nile. Yeah. Let's hope we never see them again. It's because... a big galaxy. What are the odds? Guys, Bad. Uh... Very bad. Um, Gosden goes to Lysander's room and offers him a ration bar, too. Thank you. Yeah. Eating always helps. You just want to rest? Uh, maybe, uh, I'm still very unsure about this whole mission now. <laughs> Yeah. But the sooner we get rid of the box, the sooner I'll be happy, so. Put it this way. Everybody on here is a wild pack of idiots, but if you ever need to talk. Lysander just takes a bite of the little ration bar and, like, gives Gaz a thumbs up. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna nap. No talking right now, though. <laughs> Uh, and 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 with that, uh, the cockpit alarm goes off, indicating that it's close to its destination. Uh, but also at the same time, back at the asteroid belt, Captain Thess, the Gungan general pirate, is angry and frustrated. He can't believe someone managed to escape him. And it is at that moment a crew member of his approaches him with a data pad. He looks at it and reads it, and his eyes open wide, and he says, 
Wisa got a call to boss. And with that, let's take a break. <laughs> well, everybody, that's our show for the week. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you have the time, and we certainly hope you do, please leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. We would really appreciate it. Also, tell your friends about us. Just a quick reminder that the music provided in the show is created by Gruskov. They have a collection of wonderful music inspired by the High Republic. We certainly recommend that you check them out. Listen next week for what the Phantasmal Squonk does next. They will, in fact, have a new crew member. you have to listen next week to find out, though. Thank you so much again, and may the Force be with you.